Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. boys are back in town everybody about time welcome to the chad and cheese podcast i'm joel cheeseman the smarter yeah. one <laughs> i'm chad Sowash, the better looking one <laughs> on this week's show google makes it official indeed is not backing down and linkedin has had enough if that sounded cryptic it's because it was stay tuned to find out what the hell we're talking about did you know that many of the largest recruiting engines are built on sovereign technology? The top three artificial intelligence innovators in the world use sovereign AI software. We've been the world leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we offer the most configurable, scalable, and accurate software on the market. It's also simple to integrate. Learn more about our resume parser and our artificial intelligence matching engine and how they can help improve your hiring process at Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. Everything is AI, even Sovereign. <laughs> Speaking of, are you watching any of the, uh, the big three basketball stuff? The no. Ice Cube League? No. no. Uh, okay, not a basketball guy anyway. But so yeah, so Alan Iverson, the original AI, oh, yeah. is uh, is tearing up this geriatric retiree league uh, that, <laughs> that airs on Fox every so often. So anyway, totally off topic. Uh, welcome back from uh, your trip in Oregon. It was amazing, man. I first time in Oregon, we went everywhere. We down the just everywhere, especially the and coast. It, the coast was amazing. And it looked like you drank everything too. Yeah, no, they've got craft beer there. And if you're there, I mean, you've got to buy local. And that's just, I mean, that's giving proper respect to the locals. <laughs> so you had to drink, basically, is what you're saying. Well, yeah. I mean, they they, they brew great beer. So you've got to be like, it was like, it was like red pill or blue pill. And you were like, yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Well, uh, I guess we're both back from the 4th of July stuff. Uh, kids are going back to school. Fall sure. is, you know, right around the corner and mm -hmm. things are back to normal a little bit. But I'm glad you're back because there's a ton of news in our space. I know. Uh, starting with a little company called Google. Uh, the big news is they are uh, reintroducing Google Glass. That's the big news. So, so uh, scrounge around your, your Palm Pilot and your BlackBerry uh, <laughs> boxes and bins because that pair of Google Glass might be relevant again. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's relevant. It's probably not the big news that we care about the most, but yeah, we did. Was, it's coming back. Was there something else that Google did? I, I, there's this little thing, this little thing that they people might care about that has an ATS. It's, you know, hire Google hire. Ah, yes. Oh, that, that was the news I was thinking of, not the glass stuff. You're, but, you're so uh, cheeky. You're so cheeky. <laughs> yes, uh, Google Hire official. Uh, it's certainly been been discussed for, I guess, months now. Yeah, uh, at least weeks, and it looks pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it does. And we, uh, well, first off, I mean, you saw you saw some screenshots just pop out, and they were talking about how uh, pretty much they're they're framing it as a recruiting app in G Suite, so it's going to be able to uh, automatically to configure to all of the the, the different Google uh, Google Sheets uh, forms. Gmail. I mean, it looks really sweet. Not to mention, uh, had one of our friends, uh, Ethan, was actually on a uh, on a webinar earlier, and he was sending some some screenshots, and he was he was really impressed. And it's not easy to impress Ethan. Uh, no, no. It it looks to me like if you're a small business and you are on the Google Suite train. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a no-brainer um, for you. Uh, yeah, messages, you yeah. I mean, stuff is synced with Gmail. Yep. Um, it looks like on both sides, the candidate and the and the employer uh, schedule integrates right with calendar. Uh, contact information automatically syncs up uh, with an employer, which mm-hmm. to me is really interesting because we've talked a lot about the death of the resume, um, and maybe the death of the resume starts here, where the computers just know your contact information and your profile, and they just plug that right in without you having to even submit a resume in some cases. Well, yeah, I mean, Google's Google's got your stuff, guys. I mean, they, they index everything on the web. So anything that was out there in LinkedIn, they've got partial LinkedIn data, they've got everything that's out there. I've got an About Me profile, anything that's out there, they can pull it together, index it, and really almost like an Intello kind of scenario where they're taking bits and pieces, little fragments to be able to complete, uh, complete the whole. I mean, they've got that stuff, man. And, uh, I think it's happening. I mean, I would say if it's happening, it's happening much like an Intello behind the scenes. Uh, and that, uh, that's how it's going to be done. So yeah, you're talking about the death of the resume. Why need one? If they're just pulling all your bits of data, um, and, and plugging it into, uh, into this new, uh, resume or bio. Yeah. And again, we're looking at the, the platforms, I guess. So if you look at other companies that have similar advantages, you're looking at LinkedIn and Microsoft, you're looking at Facebook, <clears throat> you're looking at other companies, you know, does a Salesforce get into this game? Amazon has been sniffing around employment for a while. You know, these are large platforms that can do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, uh, if, if I was bearish on somebody, it'd be the traditional job board and, uh, you know, maybe even indeed, because they just don't have that kind of deep knowledge about, uh, profiles and people, unless there's some acquisitions down the road, which, which could be something that, uh, indeed and others are looking at. They're going to have to, it's all there is to it. If you're going to try to keep up with Google, especially in this space, I mean, in any space, they've dedicated and allocated resources to this, you're going to have to acquire. So as we take a look at what Indeed's been doing, um, if they're going to try to build to beat Google, good luck, guys. I agree. Well, you heard the bell, so we're, we're moving on. But this is obviously a topic that we cover every week, so it's bound yep. to, uh, to get more. I will add that it looks like some early pricing information uh, has come out around the $200 a month uh, for the smaller companies. Uh, and working up fairly progressively as you get to bigger companies. But it looks like, at this point, a pretty cost-effective option um, for for companies. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Indeed, we talked about, um, can you say Indeed ATS? Uh, I was surfing around the net this week and came across a page that I shared with you because you're so uh, anti-Indeed launching an ATS, discussing, uh, quote, 
and indeed ATS. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I thought for, for certain they were going to have to get into the ATS game. I think launching a career page uh, recently kind of outlined their vision on that. Um, mm-hmm. I just think they have to do it. I, you, you've sort of turned into they're not going to do it to they're going to suck at it. Um, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I think it's it's something in terms of like the platform. They have to be a place where companies can post jobs, have their own career site, manage candidates, advertise. Like all these companies are right. being sort of one-stop shopped. And I think uh, Indeed launching an ATS is part of that. So one of the reasons why Indeed's been so good for so long is they have had major focus and focus has been on traffic. It's been on candidates, right? It's been been getting really that, that PPC piece moving um, and, and trying to get employers over to it. So they've had some really dedicated focus. Now they're turning into, you know, almost, you know, the ones who have to pivot. I mean, because you've got Google that, that that's out there now from a traffic standpoint with Google for jobs. Now you've got to pivot, especially if Indeed's not going to put their jobs on Google, which I think is the stupidest freaking thing they could even think of. But uh, what's Indeed going to do when a site like CareerBuilder or maybe even a new cool site overtakes them in traffic? Right. They've got to pivot. So if you take a look at what career builders done, they have uh, they, they have a portfolio. They they have acquired. Um, they really went outside of the box uh, and just and focused more on just not just traffic, but how can we really bring these employers on and get a better, bigger paycheck out of it? I think that's what Indeed's going to have to do. And they're going to have to pivot from being the big dog um, to something different. Well, pivot and it's going to have to be, uh, you know, what platform are you going to choose? Um, you know, are you going to choose us and stay there? You know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but it's similar to the the iPhone Android argument, and that right. you know, if if you can if you can have enough services and and stuff that people rely on, mm-hmm. they're less apt to leave you. And if Indeed can be be something above and beyond, you know, post your jobs and pay us for clicks on your job postings. And they become the actual, you know, job distributor. You post your jobs with us. We're your career site. You have your profile page with us. Um, you know, maybe video will be down the road. You know, we have this prime thing where we get uh, developers for you. Um, and additionally, this week, they launched an interview automation tool that essentially looks like you record audio. And then that audio plays back for candidates. So you don't have to have multiple conversations uh, with them. And it's just going to be sort of this this war of uh, who can throw more features and cool things at a, at a company and keep them in their ecosystem uh, and, and stop them from leaving. And right now it looks like there are a lot of players getting into that. And Google is doing some really great things, obviously. Um, I'd like to see more from LinkedIn on that, on that, uh, on that front. Um, and indeed is doing some great things. Career builder as well. We've talked about a little bit of fragmented around different pieces and parts, but yeah, it's like, you know, can we be the one-stop shop for an employer to where they don't go anywhere else? We do it all for them. No. And here's why. So in that, in that ecosystem that you were talking about before, indeed is a Blackberry. Okay. Um, Microsoft, (laughs) Microsoft and LinkedIn, right? You've got Microsoft (laughs) and LinkedIn, uh, because they've got, they've got Outlook, they've got all the, the suite of services. And then you've got Google, um, with Google for Jobs and now with Google Hire and so on and so forth. So that is your current iOS system and your Droid system. Those are the big players. These guys, indeed, 
They are your Palm Pilot. They are your BlackBerry, man. There's no way in hell they're going. They're not going to out. They're not going to out out pivot these guys, man. There's no way. So I I did say early on there. Eh, I don't see Indeed doing an applicant tracking system. That's a hard road to hoe. And then I said, you know what? They might be dumb enough to do it. If they do, they're going to fail miserably. And that's still where I'm at, man. They are BlackBerry. All right. Wow. Wow. I got nothing. I mean, they're they're. <laughs> Their, their ace in the hole has always been traffic. Their ace in the hole has always been yep. we we out SEO everybody. Yep. And Google <laughs> Google is kicking them in the nuts on this yeah. one. And uh, if they don't, if if Indeed loses traffic, they're going to lose money. They're going to lose like they're, it's just going to be a slow bleed into BlackBerry land, uh, like you're saying. So, ouch. That's a that's a scathing commentary. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think about the the uh, the interv- interview automation though? Do you like I, that? I, no? I, I think I think just because it's new for Indeed doesn't make it innovative. I mean, it's it, it's it's a freaking answering machine is really what it is. I mean, it's one way it's one way recording. There's nothing to see here. I mean, it's it, it might be a pivot for them, but to be quite frank, they should be buy- they should be looking at buying a company like HireVue or Vervo. I mean, those are companies that are actually doing this and they're doing it incredibly well. What they're doing is the answering machine of the 1980s. So yeah, it, it might seem cool, but dude, it, there's nothing to it. I can do that on my damn phone for goodness sakes. Uh, we should add that some early input from job sites puts additional traffic at, would you say around 15% on average? Yeah. Anywhere from 12 to 15. So again, indeed's We've losing heard size 17, traffic. right? From yeah, uh, yeah. Um, snag a job said yep. 17%. Yeah. And I think so, they're getting it cause they've got a ton of jobs. So they're, they're just the likelihood of them getting more traffic. Good point. Good point. Well, we'll, we'll be following this. It's uh, obviously interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break and listen uh, from a word from America's Job Exchange. Oh. And when we come back, we'll talk about LinkedIn. Excellent. America's Job Exchange is celebrating our 10th year as an industry leader in diversity recruitment and OFCCP compliance. We've been helping our 1,000-plus customers comply with OFCCP regulations that directly support positive and effective diversity recruitment designed to attract and convert veterans, individuals with disabilities, women, and minorities, and empower employers to pursue and track active outreach with their local community-based organizations. Want to learn more? Call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www americasjobexchange.com Awesome. Boom. AJE. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about LinkedIn. Um, I wish more companies would do stuff because we, we end up <laughs> talking about these guys all the time, but they are not sitting on their laurels. Uh, LinkedIn was tearing up the press releases this week. Um, I don't even know which one we want to start with. Uh, do you want to start with native ads or native video or Windows 10 integration? Well, Let's start with video because I just think it's hilarious. It's like now LinkedIn is allowing you to upload video. It's like, I, okay. I mean, what does that, seriously, what does that actually mean? If I can upload all my stuff into YouTube and just embed in the first place and LinkedIn already takes embeds, I mean, it just, from my standpoint, help me understand why anybody should give a shit about this. 
So much like any topic on this show, Chad, I am here to enlighten you. <laughs> I thank you. And inform you as thank to you. why this matters. Okay. Um, yes, I would say on its face, LinkedIn announcing that you can upload videos is not news. Um, the fact that it is LinkedIn and a lot of our audience lives and dies on LinkedIn makes it news. But I think what a few things make it newsworthy. One is that the analytics that they're going to have around who watches your video will be significant. Um, you'll actually get to see who has watched the video. Uh, you know, the profile information, uh, apparently of the top sort of users. Mm -hmm. Now, my guess is if they, you know, if they offer a premium version where you can see everyone who has viewed your video, you know, how long do they view the video? I mean, that becomes essentially almost a CRM where you can start targeting, you know, job seekers or sales opportunities for who has actually watched the video. Um, I mean, that alone is, is far beyond what you get when you just share a, a YouTube video um, on LinkedIn. So I would, I would argue that that alone makes this an interesting slash big deal. Um, the other thing that I would add is that the, the chance to sort of advertise and target with video, which you haven't really been able to do before, is something that's way overdue. And advertisers should start seeing a bump in regards to ROI on, on, on LinkedIn, which they haven't found as much on Facebook and, and Twitter and others. So I think those two things will make this relevant. Um, obviously, you know, you disagree video has, I mean, this, this time has come. Um, and how does it impact the, the video resume? I mean, are we going to start seeing job seekers or people on LinkedIn talk about their professional, yeah. um, life and what they do and their skill sets, because this could, you know, this could become the video resume, you know, uh, bucket. Mm -hmm. um, anytime LinkedIn wanted to, they could take on higher view and, and the others. Right. They already have a messaging system and now they have a video system. Um, they could, if they really wanted to, they could do video interviewing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Well, and that's the question is where does it go from here? If it's just uploading videos, I mean, yeah, okay, from a, from a tracking standpoint, I definitely get that, especially from an advertising standpoint. The biggest problem with LinkedIn is they cost so damn much comparatively. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that does make sense. Uh, but what's the next step? Is it going to be interviewing? And, you know, I, 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 I'm a little bit more positive on the LinkedIn side of the house just because Microsoft is there and to be able to, yeah. to, to be able to see again, you know, you've got your Apple versus Google. Um, they're some of the big names and they're working really hard. So I think LinkedIn yeah. definitely, if they were there by themselves before, I'd say there's, I, they, they don't know what the hell they're doing. But at this point with Microsoft <laughs> behind them, I'd say, I'd say, you know, there's a strategy in there. I would hope, I would hope that it has to do, something has to do with some, some video interviewing or some vi interviewing of some sort. Um, Indeed's doing 1980s recorder calls, for goodness sakes. There's no, no reason. <laughs> Come on, reason, man. No they don't have the cassette tape out. I mean, don't be, they got don't be the, too rough. They got the cassette tape out. They're pressing play and record at the same time. Um, yeah, it's a bit, it's, it's a big difference. So yeah. I, I think um, you're, I mean, in terms of Microsoft, you know, the AI component, like, can they transcribe yep. what you're saying on video? Yeah. Can they do face recognition to sort of string, you know, your profile with your video and, and your, like, there are a lot of things that are pretty interesting yep. that, that they could do. Um, and this, 
this is just the first step. Like they can't do it until they have video on. Now, should they have started doing this five years ago? Sure. But better late than never. Um, Lots more on LinkedIn. So you as the PC guy, you've actually seen some of the Windows 10 integration. Talk about that. It's creepy, dude. So when you go to like your your startup and you click on the little window on the left hand on the left hand side, um, if you have, or at least what I've seen, if you have uh, people who ha- are trying to connect with you, uh, invitations, LinkedIn invitations, they'll pop up right there with that person's face. And I mean that shit's creepy. <laughs> it really was. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I it. it, it Again, it shows more integration. It shows more of what LinkedIn's going to be doing to be able to integrate with with Windows. And again, this is this is where you know I really think watching the race between Google and Microsoft is going to be so fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast. I mean, I feel bad for I don't feel bad, but I mean, the smaller companies are going to have to just be really specific about what they do. Yes, um, do it well and get bought. Yeah. Basically, um, or hope, or just be really, really good at one little thing that you can't get Amazon or Googled or you know somebody to come in and, and do it bigger and better and, and have deeper pockets. Um, maybe the most interesting news uh, about LinkedIn though comes in the form of new terms and services, uh, essentially saying uh, if you use LinkedIn and you also use a Chrome extension that performs the features and duties of scraping or grabbing content from our site, you risk being put into LinkedIn jail. Yeah, you're screwed. Um, so basically, this feels a lot like, uh, you remember Napster? Yeah. Oh, hell and yeah. People downloading songs and like the record industry going after grandmas and, and nine-year-olds. Like, this is kind of how the strategy feels. So instead of like cease and desisting, uh, all the all the companies that do Chrome extensions and and whatever right. they're basically scaring the hell out of recruiters and salespeople. They're using these tools to say, "Look, if you're using a Chrome extension, we might kick you out of LinkedIn." Stupidest shit in the world, dude. I mean, they, why don't you go after the companies and say, "Look, you're not allowed to do this anymore." Um, to go after actual individ- individuals is the dumbest shit. And it's, it's horrible from a PR standpoint, not to mention from a user standpoint. If I'm paying you to be able to, to, to utilize your services, I understand there are terms and services, but shut off the actual vendors that I'm using, right? Give me an opportunity to vote with my dollar moving forward, whether I use them anymore or not. But dude, it's ridiculous. There's no reason. There's no reason for that. Well, I think that's probably part of the challenge is... I think I think the companies that have Chrome extensions are not breaking any laws, um, and as such, I don't think that LinkedIn has much legal grounds to shut these companies down. Now, there are obviously ones that are too small to fight LinkedIn legally. Yeah, um, but you know, like Hiring Solved went to court with LinkedIn, um, and they're still in business. Um, as I understand the rule, it's basically if they're not actually, because it's an extension, they're not actually going to the site themselves. Uh, so it's technically or legally not a visit to the site. 
So LinkedIn, you know, to me is saying if we can't, you know, if we can't shut out every fire, we can't play whack-a-mole with every extension that pops up, let's scare the hell out of the users. You know, let's kick a few off and then make people basically shut off all these extensions. Um, they haven't, they haven't thrown anybody out that I know of, but just the fear uh, is probably causing a lot of recruiters and salespeople to just shut it off. Just, just shut down the, you know, web clip drop was a sponsor of ours. Mm-hmm. We're obviously close with, you know, the hiring solved and, you know, companies that do these things. Right. Um, maybe it's easier, you know, maybe it's a two front battle. Like we're going to try to cease and desist everybody, but we're also going to scare the hell out of our users. And those users don't have to be paid LinkedIn users. They can just be, yeah. you know, free users. Freebies. Yeah. Yeah. They can be. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds like it, it sounds like a PR nightmare. Uh, once again, I remember being at, at Monster during the days when everybody loved us and then everybody started hating us because, you know, we started setting rules and we become we became more brash about things. Um, the humility pretty much went away. Uh, it's almost like you're feeling that from LinkedIn or at least, you know, in talking to the companies uh, over the past couple of years that that's what's happening with LinkedIn. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's maybe a little desperation. Uh, quick quiz. Can you name the band that came out hard against Napster way back in the day? It had to have been Metallica. It was Metallica. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's your prize, I guess. Yeah, for thank giving you. you. Uh, um, we went a little long on LinkedIn. Uh, why don't we table the next uh, topic? Okay. For efficiency's sake. And let's hear a quick word from one score. And let's talk about some more investment money and what social media site is the new LinkedIn, according to uh, an HR exec. Imagine that. (laughs) Ever made a bad hire? Well, who hasn't? Hiring the right person can be extremely difficult and, quite frankly, can kill your business if you get it wrong. Well, now thanks to the folks at Wonderlic, there is an easy and affordable solution that can help you find the future rock stars and help you avoid the bad apples. It's called OneScore, and you can try it for free. That's right. Chad and Cheese listeners can get a free seven-day trial by visiting wonderlick.com slash cheddar. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-L-I-C dot com slash C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Use OneScore to make your hiring process smarter. Go to www.wonderlick.com slash cheddar and start your free OneScore trial now. So more money is being dumped on rec tech, HR tech companies. Yep. Most recent this week is, uh, I'm going to say lever. (laughs) You might say lever. Lever. I say lever. Although I would say. You say tomato. Lever is the soap that's in my shower. Uh, Lever is uh, a bad way uh, a southerner says I'm leaving somebody. (laughs) Uh, She cheated on me. She cheated on me, so I had to lever. Uh, $30 million, dude. And they raised it at the right time because they raised it right before Google decided to announce Google Hire. So kudos to the raisers of this cash and that they got it before uh, the Google menace became too prominent. Yeah, and they've got some they've got some names using it thus far. I mean, Cora, Lyft, Tune, Shopify, Help Shift, and 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 they've raised up to total. I think it's like sixty two million thus far, and their annual revenues are above twenty million. 
Um, so it seems it seems pretty interesting. They're they're trying to they're trying to spin it as um, the the new ATS. So it's not clunky. It's not complex. It's very intuitive. It provides reporting right out of the box, which I know every ATS out there does. It's just that talent acquisition professionals, recruiting professionals, they just don't know how to use it in most cases. I mean, seriously, to, to come to the defense of some of the ATSs that are out there, they've got tons of reporting. The problem is the end users have no clue on how to use it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got better collaboration with uh, hiring managers. I mean, it just, it, it seems like um, it, it's it's supposed to be the, the, the new way that you can collaborate with the team internally and then go out and uh, and go after candidates. So it seems seems yeah. pretty interesting. We'll, we'll find out. What, what kills me mind. about what kills me about this is if you had asked me, if you asked me five years ago, like what's a business you would not launch in the employment space? An like, ATS. ATS would be number one. Oh yeah. Because not only is it a hard business, it's 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 hard technologically. It's hard logistically. It's hard like developmentally there's you know you have players in the space that are well known um you got to think a lot of companies you know that are big spenders in this already have an ats but damn it <laughs> there are successful ats's like mm-hmm. you hear about uh not only lever lever um but greenhouse um i uh, idea um uh, workday is still, you know, workday is relatively new, you know, from the last five, 10 years. Like there's still mo- the fact that there's still money to be made in applicant tracking and that companies are garnering tens of millions of dollars is really shocking to me. Yeah. Um, but, well, there's I, still, but I, I mean, that's the biggest well, issue yeah, I, problem. So, you know, if they, if you can get in there and, and, you know, th- this team is pretty damn smart. I did a l- little bit of research on them. Um, they did a ton of research prior. Uh, they were embedded in in actual HR teams uh, for for months to be able to really figure out where the issues are within their current process methodologies, systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, and that's that's how they came up with, hey, we should build an applicant tracking system. They were looking for overall problems, systemic problems, and, and process problems, and they found them. And they found that if they had better systems that were more collaborative systems um that uh you know that was that was going to be the key and and i guess we'll find out uh the coolest thing in researching these guys though is 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 that they really focus on being able to use your systems to focus on uh diverse hiring which everybody knows is big but it's like they can't put their thumb on it um this company using their own system they have about 100 employees 50 percent of which are women uh, and 40% uh, of, of those are, are not Caucasian. So, I mean, they're really trying to, to, to demonstrate that they are the standard. They're using their own systems to be able to do this. They're doing it quicker, faster, more efficient, and being more diverse about it. Did you get some side money from, from Lever? Like what? No, just, I just yeah, it's like a commercial from you. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you got to do research for these podcast things, Joel. Good Lord. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I got nothing for that, but I, <laughs> my prediction, my prediction is 
the money and the startups in ATS world are going to freeze up. Yes. Like yes. Google getting into this at the price point that they are with the technology they have, like I would not want to be an ATS salesperson and, and get the question, how are you better than Google? Right. Or like, what can you offer me that Google can't? Yeah, they're really focused on SMBs right now, though, right? You you, you want to believe that they're gonna they're they're or gonna Google? They're, yeah yeah they're gonna grow they're gonna grow and they're gonna become more enterprise focused down the road. But right now, I think you have a window um, before they get into the enterprise market because they're really gonna be focusing on the SMB side of the house. Well, there's a window for the current players, but my my prediction is you won't you, yeah. you're not gonna see a lot of new ATSs. And you're not going to see a whole lot of more money go into the space. Yeah. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times before, but you know, I think the money has maybe peaked at this point and you're going to see just a freeze up of the money that goes into African tracking systems and things like that. Like uh, it's going to go into engagement. It's going to go into like people finding stuff like that's the AI portion. We've talked a lot about that automation of of, uh, recruiting you know, AI, that's that's where the money is going to be going. If I think put, that if they put money in anything, they've got to put money in having people come in who know how to who know process and actually can put these systems together. Like I'd said earlier, applicant tracking systems, many of them um, will run incredibly smooth. The problem is they're trying to use 1990s processes in these new technologies and they just haven't changed. They haven't done process updates process efficiencies um, and the, in some cases they're not even using the same techno or the the right technology and, or they have duplicative technology so in most cases it's the the problem is on the employer side they haven't gone through the efficiencies piece amen uh, you heard the bell let's move on real quick and Matt. end the show because we're we're a little winded today a <laughs> uh, little bit of a funny note but this is this keeps happening. Um, the head of recruiting, head of people at Jobvite, her name escapes me, uh, did an interview recently and said, "quote Instagram is the new LinkedIn," which is insane. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I I did a post on it for ERE, and like so, there are two sides of this, and this this thing has been going on. Like, remember Facebook pages, like. Yeah. All you all you needed was a you know jobs at whatever Facebook page, and that's all you need. And then it was like you need to put your jobs on Twitter, and then it was you know put your video on YouTube. Like all these things were the next hiring solution of of, of choice. Mm-hmm. And so the most okay, if a company has an Instagram account, that's great, right? Starbucks has a, a an Instagram account. They post pictures of lattes and baristas serving whatever. <laughs> like that's great. And if yeah. they want to have the occasional photo of, hey, if you want to if you want to be the one serving the coffee, check out Starbucks.com slash jobs. Like people will follow a company that they that they like. They won't follow a company's jobs page no. as as easily. One, it looks like you're looking for a job at the company. Um, two, it's sort of announcing that I need a job. And it also announces to your employer, like, oh, hey, why are you following Instagram's uh, jobs page of our competitor, right? Like, it's just something that people won't do. So I looked at Jobbyte's own Instagram page. Uh, if numbers numbers reflect, they had about 
less than a thousand followers. Okay. But their LinkedIn page, in contrast, had, I think, oh, I'm going to screw this up. I should look it up. But I want to say it was like 30,000 followers. So yeah. Jobvite alone, who's, who makes this statement, you know, has way far Instagram followers than they do LinkedIn people. So I don't know if she was just looking for a great quote and a good soundbite. Um, but if you look at down the road, right, if you look at any company, if, if any company, even like Taco Bell, you know, companies that are really sort of sweet spots for Instagram, most of them have more followers on LinkedIn instead of their jobs page. Well, yeah. So anyway, I want to get away from this like social media, having a page on Facebook, having a Snapchat, uh, you know, account is the next like LinkedIn or next whatever. Because it isn't. It may it may be a piece of your hiring, mm-hmm. but it's not the end all be all of your hiring. It's it's channel. I mean, we've talked about this a million freaking times, man. It's a channel, and if if you can't you can't disregard any of those channels, you have to take a look at the demographics of those channels. So, um, you know, if you need. Uh, a younger uh, worker, you know, or demographic, then you're going to be looking at Snapchat and Instagram. If you want uh, more seasoned professionals, you're going to be looking on on the LinkedIn. Uh, you're going to be, I mean, it's just it's one of those things where you can't just you can't disregard the channels themselves. You have to understand them, and you have to understand uh, what kind of audience and demographics they're going to be bringing to the table. And at that point, that's where you make your, your choices. And that's where you start to target uh, different individuals for different types of jobs or different, I mean, those types of things. I mean, it's just, I get what you're saying, but from my standpoint, there there's no end-all be-all. There are just channels that you have to really focus on, which once again, I think it goes back to, you need to have an expert who knows what the hell they're doing, for goodness sakes. All right, so let's let's break this up for a second, okay? So you have the organic side, um, which I, I disagree with you. Like yeah. you don't need a Pinterest account just because Pinterest is a channel. No, you don't need an account. You don't need an account. I, you just yes. need organically. To you don't. Okay. You yeah. have to, there's time and energy and resources that goes into that. Right. Okay. You don't, you don't need that. Um, now should you, now if they have advertising opportunities, I say go all in. Okay. Everyone's yeah. on Instagram. Everyone's on Facebook. Like tons of people are on these platforms. It doesn't mean you have to have a page or an account on those platforms, right? No. So should should a company be advertising on Instagram and targeting the demographics that they're looking for? Hell yes. Yeah. Should they put a page or set up a page or account on Instagram because some of those people are on Instagram? No. No. So, so this is two sides of it. Like yeah. I'm just saying yeah. don't organically be on Instagram and think it's the next LinkedIn. Cause it's not, should you be advertising and driving traffic and gauging your ROI and how many candidates are you getting from these, these platforms? Hell yes. So I think we're kind of saying the same thing, but sort of different yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree hundred percent. What you've got to focus on the experience on when they leave that platform as well. So where are you driving them and where are you getting that lead? Where are they up on? So, um, like Snapchat with their Snapplications, right? With McDonald's, they had they really focused on the experience itself. What was the experience within Snapchat? Is is that going to be different moving forward? Same thing with Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those. You have to think of the the actual experiences. And I don't believe that you need to have a page on all those damn things. 
And keep in mind that McDonald's thing was advertising. Oh, yeah. It was advertising. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like all these people following McDonald's nope. and getting this thing. It was an advertisement. So, again, advertise on these channels. Target. Do your thing. Don't necessarily just set up a shop organically. Amen. And you heard the bell. I think we'll end on that. Uh, just under 40. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.